0: Good afternoon, and welcome back to Don't Forget Friday. Sarah Rector, the richest black girl in the world. The Atlanta Black Star has recently shed light on the life of Sarah Rector, the second black female millionaire and the youngest having made her fortune as a child. Sarah Rector was born in 1902 near Taft in Indian Territory, the northeastern part of present day Oklahoma. Though she was colored, She was not an African-American child and had no concept of what it meant to be an American citizen. Rector was a descendant of slaves who had been owned by Creek Indians before the Civil War. In 1866, the Creek Nation signed a treaty with the divided states' government promising to emancipate their 16,000 slaves and incorporate them into their nation as citizens entitled to equal interest in the soil and national funds. There was a great deal of resistance to this plan by the Creeks and other tribes who viewed it as yet another tactic by the divided state's government to destroy the tribe's political sovereignty and way of life. Her story provides a unique insight into the racial politics of the time in which she lived, including both whites, African Americans, and even Native Americans. Two decades later, the federally imposed Dawes Allotment Act of 1887 sparked the beginning of the total assimilation of the Indians of the so-called five civilized tribes by forcing them to live on individually owned lots of land instead of communally as they had done for centuries. The Kansas City Star reported, millions to a Negro girl, Sarah Rector, 10 year old, has income of $300 a day from oil. Sarah Rector was born on Creek Indian Plantation on March 3rd, 1902, in what is now present day Oklahoma. Her parents, Joseph and Rose Rector, were the descendants of African slaves, but they were enslaved by the Creek rather than white landowners. This key difference would steer her life in a very different direction than other slaves. As a part of a peace treaty with the Creek, when these slaves were freed, they were known as Creek freemen. Nearly 600 black children, including Rector, were entitled to 160 acres of land. Each. Even with this benefit, racism still played a role. You think? Rector would later enroll in Tuskegee Institute, but when her wealth first came to light, many whites did not know how to react. She received many marriage proposals, including from four white men living in Germany. Some white Americans tried to have her recognized as white by law due to her Native American ties. Hmm. A movement that failed, thank God. Many other black millionaires had their wealth removed by white guardians. And while Rector had a guardian as well named T.J. Porter, she was able to hold on to her wealth. The law at the time required full-blooded Indians, black adults, and children who were citizens of Indian territory with significant property and money to be assigned well-respected white guardians, hmm. who often cheated them out of their lands. This is a surprise. There are stories of swindlers, oil tycoons, and other unscrupulous types who kidnapped and murdered the children and adults to get their land. By 18, Rector had her own estate. She owned stocks, bonds, a boarding house, bakery, and the Busy Bee Cafe, and a hotel in Muskogee, Oklahoma. She owned 2,000 acres of prime river bottom land and would later own a small farm outside of Kansas City, Missouri, as well making her a bona fide millionaire. She was no stranger to flaunting this wealth as well, buying a mansion in Kansas City, as well as purchasing several cars, European gowns, and jewelry. At her mansion, she held lavish parties and invited stars of the day, such as Duke Ellington, Joe Lewis, Jack Johnson, and Count Basie. Stay tuned for the conclusion of The Richest Black Girl in the World. Ebony Contrarian, out for now.